I'm Julia Lubin. I'm a model turned makeup artist and writer. I'm also the host of this podcast, the MUA Chronicle Podcast. Join me here every Tuesday as I pull back the curtain on the latest in beauty, fashion, and pop culture. I'm here to demystify the hype and give it to you real. Hello, hello, and welcome back. I am so happy that you're here. As I mentioned last week, this episode is all about natural alternatives to current active ingredients in skincare. That is a mouthful. This is going to be a little bit more of a technical episode, but I will try to keep it punchy for you guys. So I am going to dive into acne saviors like salicylic acid. Um, Then I'm going to jump into texture balancing ingredients like retinol and then end with one of my favorite topics of all time, hydration. Um, I'll also be sure to add chapter markers to this episode because I know it may get a little bit technical. I'm going to jump around. So if you want to ever go back and reference parts of this episode, if you want to jump around to your concern that... um, kind of is at the forefront of your mind, I'll be sure to put chapter references so that wherever you're streaming this episode, you can see, okay, this is where she starts to talk about, you know, acne. This is where she starts to talk about hydration. So you'll, you'll have an easy kind of guide to have this resource downloaded on whatever platform you get your music or your podcasts on. I'm trying to make it as easy as possible for you. Um, As always, be sure to talk to your healthcare provider before introducing any new ingredients into your skincare, especially active ingredients, right? So before even launching into the ingredients themselves, I want to define what an active even is. Basically, an active is an ingredient that is added to a skincare product to address a specific skincare concern, right? So a product like Cetaphil Skin Cleanser is not going to be an active because it's a very gentle and straightforward cleanser. It has maybe like six or seven ingredients and its primary, primary goal is just to cleanse your skin. So an active cleanser, an alternative would be something like Neutrogena's Rapid Clear um, Acne Cleanser, which contains benzoyl peroxide, which in turn kills acne causing bacteria and decreases the appearance of breakouts. So, um, the Neutrogena cleanser, it has a active ingredient in it that ultimately helps you address the concern, which is acne. So with that, I guess benzoyl peroxide is a good place to start, right? So there are two active ingredients that are allotted as the heroes of acne fighting, right? One is benzoyl peroxide and the other is salicylic acid. So as I mentioned, benzoyl peroxide kills surface germs that are responsible for causing acne, specific types of germs that create an imbalance on your skin and ultimately create, you know, those red painful bumpy zits. I'm not talking about cystic acne. That's a whole other thing that requires a dermatologist because it's deep under the skin. I'm talking about what's above the skin, right? Now, salicylic acid breaks down and removes the dead skin that clogs your pores. So if your concern is more related to blackheads or whiteheads, salicylic acid is going to be your jam. Now, you can also use these ingredients together, but I would definitely recommend spacing them out where you're not using them together at the same time. 
Otherwise, you might see an increase in redness and dryness in your skin, right? So ideally, you're using your salicylic acid to really cleanse out your pores, maybe doing it every once in a while. You're doing like a salicylic face mask um, to kind of clean out your pores. And then you're doing your benzoyl peroxide regularly. So a product like Differin has benzoyl peroxide. You're using it regularly on your skin in order to be able to kind of keep those breakouts at bay, right? So if you're looking for natural alternatives to these two ingredients, you can look no further than essential oils. I know essential oils have been around for a long time. I know they were seen as kind of like, pardon the phrase, kind of hippy dippy, but lately they've really made it, made a big bounce back in the wellness market. And a lot of people, you know, if you subscribe to Goop, you've seen something about essential oils. I'll leave it at that. (laughs) Basically, you can substitute salicylic acid with lemon essential oil, and you can substitute benzoyl peroxide with clove or tea tree oils. You can even do a clove tea tree oil combo. Now, I want to give you two quick notes on this. One is to make sure that you're getting your essential oils from a credible supplier. So a lot of essential oils that are out there are produced on the cheap. They have additives. And if you put those additives on your skin, they're going to do you more harm than good. So once you've found an oil source that you can trust, the other thing that I want you to keep in mind is to only put a drop or two of essential oils in your face cream, your face oil, whatever you're using as kind of the last step of your beauty regimen, um, your, your skincare regimen, make sure you put a few drops in there. The reason that I'm saying this is because you don't want to put these oils directly on your face. The purer they are, um, the more they can cause your skin to become reactive, right? So you can essentially get a a flare up. You can start to break out. You can get redness. You can essentially have a, a negative reaction, your skin is going to feel like very triggered and essentially it's not going to want to even deal with the oil. So if you dilute it with a little bit of your face cream or your whatever you use, right, you'll still get the effects of those essential oils, but you'll get them in a very gentle way that your skin's going to be more receptive to. So you're going to see more of those effects, right? So to recap, Lemon essential oil to clean your pores and give you a gentle exfoliation and tea tree oil or clove oil to zap any acne causing bacteria that might be giving your skin a little extra texture. Cool. All right. Another type of texture that you might be looking um, to even out is fine lines and wrinkling. So one of the greatest ingredients to help even out these types of texture is retinol, aka vitamin A. So retinol works because it quickens the cycle of cell turnover. Essentially what that means is that our skin cells are produced in layers. When the topmost layer of skin cells dies, that skin starts to feel rough and then it can be exfoliated off, right? Sometimes you get flaking. Sometimes you just get uneven texture. The reason that fine lines and wrinkles are formed is that as we age, we produce less collagen in the deeper layers of our skin right? And so as those deeper layers rise up to the top, they already have that damage from, you know, the, the wrinkling that those gaps in production and ultimately the damage is already done. So retinol is recommended to start before you start seeing the effects of those fine lines, because by then 
the deeper layers already have deeper wrinkling, right? So this is a concern for you. Retinol basically turbocharges this entire cycle of producing new skin cells. It's accelerated and thus the collagen production in the deeper layers of skin is also accelerated, right? So this leads to a firmer and more even texture the longer that that you use it and the sooner that you start. So don't wait until you already are seeing the effects. If you are not a problem, don't worry, just start it as soon as possible. Uh, The other thing to note is don't go overboard. Don't use uh, it twice a day. Don't use it in more than uh, the amounts on the label tell you to use it. If you use more, it's just going to increase the inflammation of your skin and the negative reaction of your skin. It's not going to necessarily give you effect sooner because absorption is capped. Our skin can only absorb a certain amount of something before it starts to just reject it, right? So a plant-based alternative to retinol is exploding in the beauty industry. It has been for the recent few years. It's called Bakuchiol. And essentially, it serves the same function as retinol, but it's naturally produced. So Bakuchiol, spelt B-A-K-U-C-H-I-O-L, is a perfect ingredient for anyone who is looking to get the results of a retinol, but from a natural source and with less side effects. So it's a little bit more gentle. In truth, Bakuchiol is much more gentle than a retinol, and it's It's perfect for if you have sensitive skin, if you have skin that flares up easily, if you are someone that has eczema or rosacea, retinol may be a little bit too triggering for your skin. And so Bakuchiol may be a really good alternative for you. So both ingredients, whether it's a retinol, uh, chemically synthesized, inorganically synthesized retinol, or whether it's a Bakuchiol, they will yield visible results starting after 12 weeks of regular use. I am so sorry to break it to you, but this is this is one of those ingredients that you just have to keep using and you have to trust the process. I know there are uh, some products out on the market that tell you, you know, rapid result retinol. I know Neutrogena has a serum that's it's rapid results. You'll see results within a week. The reality is you won't. You might see what looks like results because those products have ingredients that have hydrators or are hydrators. So your skin will look a little plumper. It'll feel a little softer. That's not the retinol. That is the other ingredients. In order to truly see the effects of retinol, which is which are incredible, or of Bakuchiol, you really do have to use it regularly for at least 12 weeks, and then you'll start seeing the effects because that's how long it'll take for those lower layers of skin to really be impacted and to really come up to the surface and start giving you visible results. Um, So with retinol, um, I would recommend starting every other day or even um, every, every like skip two days, one day on, two days off, one day on, two days off, and then kind of shortening that time so that you're, you work up to doing it every night. Um, You definitely want to do it at night because it's going to sensitize your skin to the sun, to sunlight, and so it's going to make you more more prone to damage and burning from the rays of the sun. So you want to work up to being able to tolerate a retinol every night. Bakuchiol is more gentle, so you can start Bakuchiol once a night, every night, and your skin, even if you have sensitive skin, will not react with, you know, redness or flaking, or it shouldn't at least. It's much more gentle, right? So that's kind of the the long and short of it, right? So 
If you want to see results, obviously there are some retinols or some bacuchiols that have additives that help you see results a little bit sooner, not the full impact, but some of it. You can also kind of turbocharge this by doing a hydroxy acid um, exfoliation once or twice a week. So this is the other ingredient that I want to talk to you about when it comes to texture, refining, evening, when it comes to fine lines and wrinkles, right? So, um, essentially hydro, when I say hydroxy acids, I'm talking about alpha hydroxy acids, beta hydroxy acids, polyhydroxy acids. Oftentimes on the advertising for a product or the packaging of a product, you see it labeled as AHA, BHA, PHA, right? So these acids work in a way that's similar to retinol where they increase cell turnover. The difference is that hydroxy acids act as exfoliators. So they wipe away the top layer of dead skin and dry skin, and it reveals like a little peekaboo of healthy skin underneath. Retinol, on the other hand, does not do this, but it does provide an infusion of antioxidants that hydroxy acids don't, right? And when I say retinol, I mean vitamin A, I should say, you know, bacuchiol retinol. Um, It gives you that infusion of antioxidants that vitamin A does. Hydroxy acids don't give you antioxidants, but they do exfoliate. So that's why I want you to think of them as kind of a tag team. You're doing your retinol every day. You've worked up to it. You're doing it every night, right before bed. And then you're using your hydroxy acids as exfoliators once or twice a week. So you can get one of those um, hydroxy acid like face face pads. Uh, Dennis, Dr. Dennis Gross has a really good one. They recommend you do it daily. I don't. Um, First Aid Beauty has really great hydroxy acid face pads. You could also do something in terms of a mask, right? But if you're looking for natural alternatives to these, um, there are some actually ingredients and even raw foods that are able to give you this. So things that are high in enzymes, so grapefruit, citrus fruits, yogurt, something with fermentation, uh, pineapple, papaya, these things have high levels of enzymes and they essentially give you that same bit of gentle acidic chemical exfoliation that you would get from a hydroxy acid. Now, you can totally just buy natural products that include these extracts, or you can even just blend up some of the raw products in your kitchen, go to the grocery store, like get a papaya, get a pineapple, get some grapefruit, whatever, blend them up, use them to make a mask, and then boom, you have a mask, do it once or twice a week, and you'll see the results. You'll see a more even skin tone, a more even skin texture. You'll get those antioxidants that you wouldn't get from a normal hydroxy acid. Um, and as a side note, if if that's something that you're interested in, how to use raw products or food products in your uh, beauty regimen in your beauty routine. Um, I highly recommend you go back and give episode 23 of this podcast a listen. It's titled Mad Women, and it is all about the raw ingredients in your kitchen that you can use to um, substitute some of the packaged beauty products, um, whether you want to mask, whether you want to exfoliate. I think you'll really like it, so go check it out, episode 23. Um, And with that, I give you the last category hydration. So if you're using any or all of the ingredients that I've mentioned in this episode so far, odds are that your skin might be a little red, 
might be a little dry, might be a little inflamed, might be all of the above. It might not be a little, might be a lot. Okay. So one of my favorite ingredients of all time, and one that I recommend everyone uses is hyaluronic acid. Now, even though it's called an acid, it doesn't do the same thing as the hydroxys that I just mentioned. Instead, hyaluronic acid is actually a sugar that our body naturally produces. So it binds with water and basically holds water molecules hostage to make sure everything from our skin to our joints are just squishy and happy and functioning well. Um, Not to get too technical with you, but essentially the issue is that as we age, we naturally produce less of, of well, it's hyaluronin, but it then it gets made into hyaluronic acid. I'm not going to go into like that whole chain reaction, but essentially we, we make it, we make less of it as we age. Personally, I slather myself in hyaluronic acid. I think it's a, definitely a big reason why my skin is so bouncy and glowy, if I do say so myself. Um, so there are actually naturally derived ways to get hyaluronic acid. So you can um, look for hyaluronic acid on the label. You don't necessarily have to substitute it. I would just recommend doing your research in terms of what it's sourced from and how it's sourced. So um, if you're looking for naturally dr- derived hyaluronic acid, there is an amazing serum from Pacifica Beauty. It's not that expensive. You can get it at Target, but it's really, really great. One of the first clean beauty brands, and it is full of natural hy- hyaluronic acid. It's called Clean Shot. Uh, hyaluronic acid. The other ingredient in it is rose oil, right? So it's Pacifica Beauty, Clean Shot, Hyaluronic Acid, and rose oil, which, drum roll, is the natural alternative to hyaluronic acid. So both ingredients together will give you a double whammy of hydration. But if you're more of a natural oil person, then you can grab pure rose oil and just slather yourself in that, right? So in fact, little anecdote time, I have a friend that has used rose oil exclusively as her moisturizer for years and her skin is always glowing and gorgeous and hydrated and just like beautiful, just a beautiful, I I stare at her sometimes. I see her on social media. We don't, we met in New York and we just don't get to see each other aside from social media these days. But every time I see her, I'm like her skin, her skin is so good. And add to that, like she's a medical professional. She's a single mom of a little girl. And so I'm pretty sure that she probably has enough stress in her life that her skin shouldn't look that good, but she just swears by rose oil. And so I will let that be a testament to you of the power of rose oil to hydrate your skin. Um, there's also another hydrating active that, so you might not be familiar with the chemically synthesized made in a lab version, but you might be more familiar with the natural alternative of it. And it'll make sense once I tell you what it is, right? So the, the synthetic ingredient, the one that is, has been used in products for a long time is liquid paraffin or as it's written on labels, paraffinum liquidum, because this is Hogwarts. Um, basically, 
It's an ingredient that creates a protective layer over the skin barrier to lock moisture in so it doesn't evaporate out. So any of, um, you know, if you have friends or you know folks that they're, they're, family members, their moms or grandmas would just coat them in Vaseline. That is a very similar type of deal, right? So Vaseline doesn't necessarily hydrate you, but it does create a protective barrier to lock in moisture that your skin naturally produces so that it doesn't evaporate out. Liquid paraffin is the ingredient that is able to help products do that, right? So the natural alternative to liquid paraffin is squalane, which I'm sure you've heard of this. Like squalane has just exploded in the beauty industry recently. In the past few years, it's been like the newest, it's been like the ingenue of hydration. It is incredible. I agree. Squalane is spelt S-Q-U-A-L-A-N-E. Um, and it's okay. So here's, here's the bit of controversy around it. So it's most commonly sourced from shark fins, which is a huge problem. It's a lot of poaching. It's a lot of inhumane, um, ways of sourcing the squalane. It's, I mean, if you love shark week, you're not going to want to go with unethically sourced squalane. That's just the way it is. But the industry, the beauty industry has seen a big push in general of getting away from that kind of sourcing and getting to more plant-derived type of sourcing of the squalene because you can get it from plants. So a lot of brands are moving away from like the shark fin sourcing and going to plants. And one of my favorite products that I really, really want to re- recommend to you, I've been a fan of it for years it's a serum from Biosance, and it has both Bakuchiol and Squalane. So it has both of those heavy hitter ingredients in one serum. It is a natural alternative to both retinol and liquid paraffin, and it will give you the result of retinol without the full onslaught of the effects like dryness and redness, um, and it'll give you that hydration of the Squalane. So I wrote a piece about this product on my website at actually a few years ago after I had been using it for some time. And to this day, it is the most read article on my website of all time. Um, people are very intrigued about what is a phytoretinol? What is this Bakuchiol? What is the squalene? What is this product from Biosance? I, um, if you're interested, I recommend you give that a little bit of a read. I will link it in the show notes for this episode at julialubin.com. Um, but that's, I mean, that's it for me this week. I know the content was a little drier, a little more technical. I tried to intersperse a few little punchy things, but I'm no Bill Nye. Um, I, there's a reason that he's so incredible at what he does. Um, but above all, I really hope you learned something. I really hope that it helps inform you to, you know, what you're purchasing from the skincare industry, from the beauty industry. I hope it informs you on the ingredients that can help you with your skincare concerns and how you can source them. Above all, I really hope that you enjoyed it. I am back next week on Tuesday with more beauty news here on the MUA Chronicle podcast. Also, 
I will be on the peony this Thursday. That's the peony, like the flower, P-E-O-N-Y. With my guest host, we're going to be talking all about memes, the history of memes, how they've gained prominence in the internet age, and just kind of shooting the shit. My guest is really incredible, super funny. She does improv at Second City in Los Angeles, which a lot of Saturday Night Live stars have done as well. She is just fantastic, and I think we're going to have a really good time. So check out The Peony. It's a new art and culture podcast, and check back in with me on Tuesday here at the MUA Chronicle podcast, and I will talk to you soon. Bye. (laughs)